0: This is TMBC.
1: Welcome to this incredibly sophisticated episode of the TMBC Podcast. I'm Jason, your host. Accompanying me on this voyage, as per usual, is the absolutely incredible Mr. Chase Anderson.
2: Yellow! <laughs> Blue, green, orange. How's
1: it going today, sir?
2: That's pretty good. I'm just naming off my favorite colors—the different colors of the motorcycle brands. Well, I spent some spending a lot of time with. Okay,
1: I'm sorry, I can't do that anymore. Now that we've lost our entire British audience. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Sorry, guys. We didn't mean to offend you with any of our Britishisms. I did.
2: <laughs> I hope you're offended by all the different colors I said in that funny accent. Oh man. How you doing Chase? Pretty good. Just good, been man. dude, I've been have, riding motorcycles a lot. Riding motorcycles. That's what I've been doing. How's that? That's been why going? I've been gone. Sorry I've been uh slacking on this, yeah. but you go to school and I ride a dirt bike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not fair, is it? It's it's really not. Yeah. I work all day and then I go to school all night <laughs> and then sleep for two hours and go not to it. Just kidding. Not two hours. I wake I get up more sleep than that.
2: And I go to work and then I come home and I look at my dirt bike and wish it was a weekend.
1: Sounds like the life
2: man. I know. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Told you to get one, but instead you gotta go
1: get an ed- education and be smarter than everybody else. Whatever. Yeah. Well. Next uh after this semester I'm just gonna be pretty much writing after work all day, every day. Writing I'll be writing. You'll be re- I'm riding my dirt bike. You're writing. I'm writing. writing. Writing? Writing. I'm Edgar Writing. <laughs> <laughs> alright. Alright, alright. Alright, alright. What's, uh, practicing
2: our voices again. <laughs>
1: yeah, you guys. At the end of the episode, we'll probably uh, throw in a few clips of us. And then guessing. you gotta
2: guess which one it is that of us as is speaking. Because we, we did some. Really we disappear into our characters. Dude, we do some weird stuff. At least I do.
1: Yeah. No. We. Anyway, we both but, went pretty crazy on those. Yeah. Stay tuned for the end of the show for some really weird voiceover
2: acting that we are practicing right now.
1: <laughs> the TMBC post-credit scene. This is how I talk from now on. In a world, we're in a world where everybody. <laughs> is that your australian preview guy australian he sound like in a world in a world is brash in a world <laughs> far far away in the galaxy far far oh, away yeah what, one I of us does a really incredible penguin voice
2: <laughs> yeah one of us one of the people in this room uh, you, there might be like fifteen people or in could here. Be. Our now. studio
1: audience. Hey, uh, shh our, our silent stop. studio audience. Get get off the couch. No, stop swinging from the chandelier. Gosh. Now they're they're trying to freaking break Devin. through the the two way one way one way mirror two way mirror two way mirror. They're trying to break through the two way mirror right now. Is it a mirror? Our studio audience, yeah. Is uh, it two way mirror? I know it's really weird. We have like a test kitchen for uh, for audience members. They watch us and then they like write down their feedback on a clipboard. I guess I've never shown that to you. And then they
2: fold it up into a paper airplane and throw it at us. Yeah,
1: that's why we never get better because we don't read the <laughs> the criticism. We just see the. airplane oh, we just fly at our that. heads. We light it on fire. Yeah, we're very yeah. professional. Absolutely. Have you uh, Have you had a chance to start reading Hush yet for our for our big nice review, I st- <laughs> dude? <laughs> <laughs> I was slacking so much too but
2: I started reading I, f- I read like the first two issues uh-huh and uh I think it's it's pretty good. Yeah. What do you think of the artwork? Dude, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh I like the more the old school look it's got cuz like especially now like the brand new stuff is like not as good. I like the more detailed like and where they look like like the old school yeah superheroes with like tights and like you can detailed. see like wrinkles and like
1: yeah. Yeah. And that's Jim Lee, man. Jim Lee is. Jim Lee is I like the old, yeah, the old fashioned kind of look. Yeah. That's, that's just a little preview of what you'll have in our, our Batman Hush review episode probably next week, maybe. Yeah. You're going to have it done by next week? I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. I'm having a hard time, man. This Compared whole dirt bike thing is taking over my life. I can only focus on one time. thing at a time. There's some, I, like It's like one thing at a time for me. So it was like comic books for like a month. I was yeah. like reading through as much as I can. And then it was like um, restore the Forerunner for a month <laughs> straight, just like every day working on it. And then Dude. and then I was like all of a sudden I was an extra in a movie, and I was like doing that every day. I was obligated to do that. Mm-hmm. It was awesome though. And then, and then it was like dirt bikes. So I'm like one to the next thing, and I'm trying to keep up with everything. <laughs> but I'm not very good at multitasking my hobbies. Yeah. So I apologize. But so, I will I'll try as hard as I can to get that read by next week.
1: Dude. You so and you like you gotta you gotta jump back into comics a little bit because the new DC books, now that they're you know doing their DCU relaunch, not reboot but relaunch. The
2: relaunch after yeah. like
1: five years? Yeah, after when was, when four was, years. Four years. That's short. Yeah. I mean,
2: they had a good run the first time. It, well, was it like seventy years, seventy five
1: years. No, because they they had the Crisis on Infinite Earths was what oh, reset it back yeah, in. True. I think it was like the early nineties. It might have been late eighties. Um, and so it was, you know, it was about twenty years or so. I 20 think years, four years over twenty years. Yeah. Things change quick. or what? Well, but so this, but this isn't necessarily a, a full reboot. They're basically like probably about half their characters. They're shifting and going in different direction with. Yeah. But then a lot of the other ones, they're keeping Jim the Gordon's same. Batman. Jim Gordon is Batman. And he right wears now.
2: a robotic bunny suit. Yeah. Blue bunny suit. <laughs> robot like, bunny Batman. Batman. Bunny Batman. He's got these ears. When I first saw mm. that, I was like, this is the new Batman. And I looked at it and I, I was like, Bat, that's blue and it's got bunny ears and it's a robot. That's like Iron Man with funny mm-hmm. ears.
1: Every time he steps, it goes, weep, whoop, weep, whoop, weep, whoop, whoop, weep, 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 But Yeah, it's, the DCU stuff is actually really awesome, dude. Like... I so that the Justice League of America is coming out this week and that's the Brian Hitch one that's like super realistic art, like the kinda like how you're talking about, that same style. Yeah, I like We were that. looking at that one time that's in the ultimates. That's coming out. That's next week. they
2: they're still doing that art?
1: Yeah. Because they did it in a little bit on the new
2: fifty two with mm-hmm. um yeah, like the I like the super yeah. detailed stuff. They're doing kinda like half like and ripped. half.
1: So like half the DCU is doing like more like cartoony kind of animated style. That's Some of them are like bro. halfway in between and then there's like the the super realistic stuff. Yeah. So it's 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 a good mix. I like it because they're basically like they're they're kind of making something for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Well, I don't like the super realistic. Where like if you see um, the new Bat Girl, where she's mm-hmm. like in high school and she's wearing like a leather jacket,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I just don't. I don't know. I don't. Well, like,
1: the art in that is is like cartoony.
2: Yeah. When mm-hmm. I see that, it's like I don't know. That's not like superhero. When I want when I want to read a superhero comic book, I want to mm-hmm. see like full, you know, ripped. Well, like, I think spandex kind of like i don't know i like the spandex yeah. look
1: well i think that's kind of what they're trying to do is like with the main you know like with the justice league books you know the the super like the the action superhero type books or earth 2 or whatever they're kind of trying to keep that type of style yeah. but then with like batgirl or black canary or you know like bizarro and batmite they're kind of they're more sort of i could see Batmite might to appeal Kong. to like yeah. yeah and that one's way cartoony um, but they're kinda, you know, trying to appeal like not only to a younger audience, but you know, like a lot of you know, like the people who read like manga and stuff like that, you know, kinda coming over to America. No American idea comic what books, manga is. It's like anime, but in, in Japanese comic book form. So like right, um man. a lot manga, of things the anime yet, style, but. that's what manga is, is is just like that style, that's what they put in like the Japanese comic books. Hmm. And and Japanese comic books are insanely popular, or manga is insanely popular, and so it's they're kind of Japanese people are crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I know. If you ever watch Attack on Titan, that is it is nuts. I've never super heard weird. of it. It's, it's like the most popular anime on the world right now. It's, Attack on... Attack on Titan. It's, Attack on uh, Titan. It's in, uh, it's in Netflix right now, or on Netflix.
2: Attack on, I like how everything, all their titles are like... Even in English, it still
1: sounds chi- Japanese. Attack on Titan! <laughs> Attack on Titan! Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I haven't been able to get super into it, but a lot of people love it. But no, I I've been reading nearly every uh every dcu book um All for right? the first couple weeks yeah dude is that like, are they, like giving
2: them out for free as like a promotion or something the
1: previews were free so the previews for the books were free so if you go on comiXology and you just search uh dc sneak peek you can download the previews and so basically it gives you kind of a taste of what the story and tone is going to be like like of
2: every single book they're coming out with
1: yeah they, i think there were only two books that they didn't give a preview for which two were they i can't remember those are the ones i want to read. <laughs> Gosh, dang it, DC! But no, dude, you Just can check kidding. out like uh, Red Hood and Arsenal is actually really fun. Those are my two of my
2: favorite characters. That yeah. book, Red Hood and the Outlaws, I loved it, and I never got to finish it. Like I didn't like the space one, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm kind of excited to see Red Hood and Arsenal without Starfire.
1: Yeah, cause because th- I don't
2: like the space at all. So yeah, and Starfire is going sick. off
1: on her own to like sort of fit in <laughs> in Earth. So Starfire has a new book where she's closer to how she was in the Teen Titans TV show. She has, she has clothes on. She has clothes on <laughs> for once, and she's like more like kind of like silly and goofy. And then she she went out to Key West and like now she's living in Key West and she decided she was going to like make the the head police commissioner or whatever her best friend, she's like living in a trailer park. She
2: has her own like Starfire
1: comic book name, series, yeah.
2: Titled name or whatever. Yep, that's cool. I like her. I like her in between. Like you know when she started out, she was like this like almost skanky looking outfit, yeah, and like buff. But then there's the Teen Titans, which is the complete opposite of Spectrum.
1: You yeah, know? like.
2: I like the in between.
1: This one's a really good middle ground, I think. Really? Yeah. Because okay. I, mean, I think that's kind of what they're trying to do is bridge the gap.
2: Yeah, I did like her in um, Red Hood and the Outlaws.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I, with I the like long book, hair. Actually. She's got to have a long hair. Yeah, looks cool. I don't like Scott, Scott Libdell a ton as a writer, but I think he writes Red Hood and Arsenal very well. And like in this book, it's basically like them kind of sucking at their job, but like sort like just accidentally making their way through it. Like I like that. You know? Yeah. Are
2: they still like? kind of like bad guys like the anti-hero yeah. they, is,
1: they are and they aren't like they're you gotta you should read like the preview and the first issue they're they're both really good you know what'd be cool hmm. i was thinking about this so the other day you know how uh, uh
2: cw is like ruling the tv um dc universe mm-hmm. if they had um red hood and an arsenal tv show i think it'd be cool like even with the arsenal from arrow well yeah. it'd have to be because you yeah. know you want the shared universe That'd be sick. be sick. I think they should have a TV show with all the Batman, uh, all the Robins, yeah. including Batgirl and all them. Bat uh, family. Yeah, like a Gotham uh, sidekick show. That'd be sweet. Where they have all those guys Young running Gotham. around. and Because like, they're already starting to do that, and CW is like killing it. Like All these things. I've been wanting to watch The Flash. I actually have it yeah. on my computer right now, and I haven't watched it yet. Dude, but you got to. I finished season two of Arrow. It was awesome yeah, and uh, I'm waiting for Netflix to get season three of Arrow, or I might just go uh, get it somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, they've got the days of the future one where they go in the future the time traveling ones with adam and uh, oh yeah legends of, tomorrow, legends of time tomorrow legends of tomorrow yeah they just keep making new tv shows and supergirl supergirl, supergirl. i've been yeah supergirl. i heard that was decent you know
1: yeah the people the are pilot. skeptical but i think it could be, turn out pretty cool so. the pilot episode of it was was actually not bad not that i've seen it or anything Not that you saw it. you don't like yeah. to watch
2: um female leading role shows well no TV i mean shows? just
1: that it was it was leaked it's it wasn't supposed to be
2: uh, no way yeah oh man movie. i thought it was like an actual like
1: Television premiere? No, it won't premiere until like September. Shoot! Yeah, it leaked like way early. How did that happen? Don't know. It might have been on purpose, oh. and you know, like a lot of companies will do that sometimes if they're not sure what the reaction is going to be to something, they'll leak it like. And I think that's why it came out so early, so they could like alter things. That's actually a
2: good plan. I yeah. mean, I'm definitely not going to go watch it.
1: Yeah, of course not. No, and I never saw it. I just I'm judging based off of what I've heard. You're you know? right though.
2: Yeah, no, I'm you know, not gonna watch it. That's yeah. dishonest.
1: <clears throat> yeah, totally. Um, anyway, <laughs> but no, I I'm loving the direction DC's going with comics right now. I think that it's it's nice because they're appealing to people who were comic fans in the '90s, people who have been, you know, like the fans of the New Fifty Two, people who were fans of like all the stuff leading up before the New Fifty Two. It's kind of appealing to everybody, and then also, you know, trying to draw in new audiences by having a lot of these books like uh, you know Gotham Academy, Batgirl, and uh, Black Canary are all sort of like a lighter tone done in sort of like a Scott Pilgrimy manga anime type style, um, which I'm really enjoying actually, but it's all like all the books so far that I've read have been actually really good. It's, it's nice. It's a, it's a refreshing, I, I guess like just a breath of fresh air to see so many different types of titles and, and letting them, cause they're not really tying themselves down to continuity with this. Like with the new 52, they're trying to keep everything in line and sort of tying together and like having all the same timetables and everything mm-hmm. with the new DCU. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever.
2: I like that. I like that approach where it's tell the story you want to tell. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever you want to do, um, just make a story arc and do it, you know? And yeah, like there's some con- continuity and some stuff that you can go look up and, but they're not going to be referencing that. Like a ton. Exactly. Like, I've, I've read a couple of things where it's just like, they reference so much from like way back in the day, like 20 years ago. I don't even know what was yeah. going on. Um, I had to stop reading well, one of them because yeah. I, I was like, I don't know what's going on at all.
1: When in like the new 52, in the new 52, they were like trying so hard to keep every single book like on the same timeline as each other and like making sure they all added up on the same time. It's like, come on, across 50 books, you can't you can't 52. make sure. It started as 52. It was like, you know, flux, fluctuating between like 45 and 52. Those liars. Yeah, I know. But uh, it's like, you know, you can't stress so hard and have, you know, 50 di- – or, like, usually it was around, like, 35 different writers making sure that all their stuff tied together, like, that just restricts your storytelling abilities. Yeah,
2: like, a, like huge. I mean, if you want to have, like, uh, crossovers, yeah, like they do, and they they do that a lot, and it's awesome oh, yeah. when they do that, well, but like, then they can, you know, get together and do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not entirely sure how the whole process works, but –
1: and it's just like like oh, wow. in, in, in the DCU now, it's like all, this, all the books that are like Superman-centric books, like Superman, Superman-Batman, and Superman-Wonder Woman, they're all sort of roughly in the same timeline, and he's, he actually has no powers right now. Clark Kent has absolutely no powers. What fun is that to watch? It's actually awesome. What does he do? Awesome. Is he just like a
2: Luke Cage kind of character? Like, he goes, beats up people with actually. his fists? Because I've seen he's, he's yeah, he's bloody got his fists.
1: Well, no, so they're yeah, he does get bloody, but like he's got shards of his cape left because the Fortress of Solitude took his uniform from him because really? he he went in and like it he you know he tried to get into the Fortress of Solitude and it's like you know DNA not recognized or whatever like it's because it doesn't recognize him as Clark Kent and then it realized you've got a stolen artifact you're wearing. You're wearing Kryptonian battle armor and you're some human or whatever. And so it takes it from him. And he like is trying to hold on to his no! cape. And like rips off a little bit of it. So now he uses the cape to cover his knuckles when he's punching people.
2: Oh, that's why it's red. Yeah. Maybe blood too. I don't know.
1: No, they, he is a little bloody too. He's got like his military crew cut walking around in his, his, uh, in his crap kicker boots and, that's, and jeans. That's interesting. It's actually been pretty cool so far. That's not like Superman that's like... Uh, Clark super Ken. bro. Super bro. Super bro, <laughs> just got like beats on people. Super dude. Super, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's awesome though, and apparently he might be breaking up with Wonder Woman too.
2: He's been dating Wonder Woman?
1: Yeah. The, what about for, Lois like, Lane? or whatever. He, he hasn't dated Lois Lane in the new 52 yet.
2: Oh, sweet. She yeah. was annoying anyway. The Superman, I'm back, just kidding. The,
1: the Superman Wonder Woman comic is actually pretty funny and entertaining. It's the same guy that did Red Lanterns, Charles Soule and Man. Death of Wolverine and, and She-Hulk and a bunch of other stuff but
2: yeah dude speaking of Wolverine have you seen Marvel's new uh, all new all different
1: yeah, I covers have and stuff. Yeah,
2: uh, they're going with Old Man Logan and X twenty three, X two three, whatever you want to go.
1: Yeah, so that's she's the new Wolverine, which yeah. is
2: I think it's awesome. But I still want the old Wolverine as well.
1: I know after Secret Wars is over, it might be it might be different because they're right now during Secret Wars they're bringing back like all their old big titles like Infinity Gauntlet and Civil War and stuff and doing like a different twist on them. Um, and I thought like, this
2: was supposed to be the new characters after Civil War. They were like announcing them now, like not all of them
1: previews. Yet. So like there's there's still because they're still in the middle of secret wars and so like the old man Logan and stuff like that that's that's just for that storyline because um, it's like different worlds are like you know coming together and battling and, and I kind of so want to read that
2: because it's like good guys fighting good guys and like who cares who dies because they're restarting so yeah that.
1: exactly and that's how convergence was for DC as well they were they're very similar events
2: that's um cool.
1: but, yeah. I swear they had the cover and they came out with it and it had a bunch of the new
2: characters that they're going to be starting off with the all new all different. Well, afterwards, so
1: the X twenty three one I think is 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 staying there. Um, I mean, I'd love to see a female
2: Wolverine in the outfit. She was really cool. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I like I like when they change, but I still like to have that old, you know, the older
1: originals. Like, yeah, the new Steve Rogers is going to be old. Yeah, he? well, Steve Rogers has been old for a while. He uh, he got like the the serum taken out of him or whatever, and so uh, he's been old for for. About a year now. What's up with
2: these superheroes losing their powers? So it's like they sh- suck them away.
1: Yeah, like, no powers for you. I don't know, man.
2: Because it's happened to like almost every single superhero ever.
1: Yeah, it's it's. It, I mean, it does make for you know an interesting story. It is kind of tropey at this point, but I mean, you see it a lot. Yeah, I mean, especially nowadays. It's like, oh, he's
2: old now and he doesn't have it, and someone's taking up the mantle. But you know, yeah, they no. still go back to this the original.
1: Yeah. The new it's it's it, it is interesting to see what the new Marvel universe is doing because we, we do know that this you know uh, Peter Parker Spider Man um, Ultimate Spider Man Miles Morales and then also Spider Spider Woman Gwen Stacy and normal Spider Woman uh, Jessica Drew are all going to b- be existing in the regular Marvel universe.
2: Did Spider Man and Spider Woman the original both exist in the same universe? They mm-hmm. were both in Civil War, but I was yeah. reading something where they were in different universes
1: no so the the spider-man and the original spider-woman jessica drew have been in the same universe but, s- okay, but Gwen stacy spider-woman wasn't because in gwen stacy's universe peter parker dies and she's the hero or whatever she's the one that yeah got so died.
2: how is she how is her story going to make any sense if because of secret
1: Parker's wars alive because secret Wars, she she was in a different world and then secret wars brought all the worlds together and so she's like, and like oh peter
2: parker you're back and then she she can get back together with Peter who is dead.
1: Yeah, I don't know if and they'll Peter date can get there. back together Peter's, with her because she thinks. Well, but she's Peter's dead. with Mary Jane though. Uh, screw Mary Jane. <laughs> Go Emma Stone. I kind of want. I kind of want Gwen and Miles to date now that they're in the same universe. It'd be interesting. There's like a cool. whole spider family. This is like there is Batman now. Yeah, it's like, it's like Batman. But yeah, they and then they've got yeah. It's it'll be a very interesting look for the new Marvel universe. I'm excited for that too because again, it's just like they're not restricting the stories that they're going to tell and just kind of go in a new direction in it, you know? That's crazy. I'm excited. I mean, it a, is a good time to be a comic book reader right now. Is the least, like, because there have been a lot of crappy times to read comics. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. There have been...
2: Well, they've still got the old ones, so no matter what time, like, right now, like, mm-hmm. you can go back and read whatever freaking comic book you want.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. Like, the good ones, the
2: bad ones, the recent ones. And that's what we're here even for, Even recenter ones.
1: That's why we exist, is like, hey, here's some freaking dope comics to read, because we one. know, Read that we one. read them. You're the expert, you know all this stuff. You're the one that's supposed to be telling me what to read. Well yeah, I, I and, you know, uh, I, I tell us what to read on the show and then we read it and then we find out, you know, if, if my opinion's right or if it's not. You it's know usually I mean? wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it is, that's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, man, I apart from that though, let's you know, speaking of Marvel, I guess, uh got a little bit of, of leaked news from Robert Downey Jr. Did you hear about that? Yeah,
2: I'm reading it right now. How the heck is that supposed to work?
1: I don't know. Like flashback? (laughs) It's it's, uh, maybe he might. I mean, he might be back. He might
2: just. Can you guys guess what
1: we're talking about? If you can't, Jason will elaborate. Jason. So according to Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo will be in Captain America: Civil War. He's
2: going off into space. I, gu- I guarantee it's not going to be an actual him because they sent him off in a plane for a reason. I mean, and I th- well, they didn't send him off in a plane. He put himself in yeah, that situation. Yeah. No, I'm saying the director, like the people, oh. like they
1: sent him off. Well, Joss the- Whedon did, yeah, but I mean, I mean, they changed. Who knows if of the crapple. Russo brothers want to bring him back? You know what I mean? Like, we want the Hulk because I mean, Shane Black made Iron Man gone. He you know made Iron Man retire, but then that didn't keep.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know what that was about. That was kind of weird. I think he was trying to get the thing out of his chest.
1: Yeah, well, he was, but at the end he he's like saying, you know, like he's not Iron Man anymore at the end of Iron Man 3. And, and then Joss Whedon's old like, "Oh, well, Iron sort Man, and of. this is a new Iron Man." Well, like, That's we, what they turned it into. We still need him cuz they they kept the narrative in Avengers 2 of like, "Oh, well the end game is that I'm not Iron Man anymore or whatever, you know, like."
2: Yeah, cuz yeah. he, you know, in the old ones, in for 1, 2, and 3, he uh changes like he's a different even after the cave he's a different character and now he's like super nice trying to save the world kind of thing like he's almost paranoid that he has to save the world yeah so
1: i don't know that's what so, they could be saying
2: yeah but with here's the hulk i'm thinking he's not
1: going to be in person well so here's here's the direct quote from from mark ruffalo he says i don't know if robert downey jr says i'm in captain america then i'm in captain america damn it I will wait for the day that my call sheet says show up on my doorstep or, or my script. At this point, I'm told that I'm in it, by Robert, which I'll take as biblical, but I just haven't seen or heard from production yet.
2: So Robert's just messing with people? I don't know.
1: Robert Downey Jr. told Mark Ruffalo that he was in it. And, and he, I mean, he does somewhat run the Marvel Universe. So he just is like, hey, you're in this movie. We need a Hulk, man. He, I mean, because the thing is, Mark Ruffalo doesn't know what's going on with this movie at all, but Robert Downey Jr. has a script. He knows the, and so if he says that Hulk's in the script, he knows better than Mark Ruffalo would at this point.
2: I don't think like they send him off in the end of Avengers two mm-hmm. for a reason. I don't think they'd be bringing back the
1: like this. Well, maybe they would because maybe the in the middle movie, because maybe in the middle of the movie something crazy happens and he's like, I need to locate Banner now. Like, so he finds him. You know, that'd be cool. I mean, it'd be nice to have like. One with half of the,
2: the cast, you mm-hmm. know? Because Civil War, the comic book, doesn't even have the Hulk in it.
1: Yeah, because I think at that time he was on Planet Hulk. Exactly. Yeah. So was, it makes sense. Yeah. So. But, I don't know. I, I I Would you like to see the Hulk in it?
2: No. no, not really. I'd like to see a movie without a giant green thing tearing stuff apart. <laughs> We've got plenty of that. It's awesome, and I'll it's love true. to see it in the future, but we need to take a break from the Hulk mm-hmm. unless he has his own solo movie. Or he goes in with the Guardians of the Galaxy, which would be sick. I'd love that. But
1: I would love. I, I would prefer for him to do the Planet Hulk thing or go out to space with the Guardians or whatever. But I, I feel like it, at this point it, it could be that like you know at some point halfway through the movie, you know Iron Man gets desperate and, and brings the Hulk back. But I don't know. I I I I would prefer to see him in space. But if they don't go into space, then I'd want him in Civil War. Well, what do you think
2: they'd be replacing? Um, Thor's role in the Civil War, as in being dead or gone, mm. and then he brings him in and messes stuff up and actually that's, accidentally kills someone. The Hulk important. Could take
1: that place, yeah.
2: Because I think that something's going to happen um, with Giganta guy, whatever. Ant Man, Giant Man, Giant Man. He dies in Civil well, War. It, oh, in the comic books, it's uh, Goliath. Goliath. Dies. Yeah. So I think they're going to have another character take his place. Like that's a pi- that's a pretty important role in the mm. that story that arc. Is yeah, that, is that Thor kills Goliath. Yeah, and it's like, oh crap, they didn't mean to kill somebody. Yeah. You know, they're like, what have I done? And, has yeah. accidentally killed a hero, and they're like, oh crap, we're heroes. We're not supposed to be doing this. So they're going to have to replace Goliath. Cause Goliath's not in the MCU. Yeah. So they're going to have to re- replace him.
1: So. Yeah, if they had that same story arc, that's true. They would have to, you know, have s- basically, yeah, somebody that the Hulk kills. Maybe, maybe it would be Giant Man. Because, okay, so we have heard that in Civil War. Ant-Man's going to show up and he's also going to be able to grow like he does in the comics uh, after a certain time. So they're going to kill Ant-Man right off the bat? They could. I haven't heard that Paul Rudd's doing any movies after that or any Ant-Man sequels or anything like that. They
2: just need an Ant-Man for like, hey,
1: he's <laughs> an original. Here he is and he's dead. I don't know. Could be. But I mean, you know, take that with the credit. I don't I heard it, actually sure.
2: uh, Ant-Man is pretty funny. There's six minutes that we missed mm. in the IMAX Yeah, we need to go and see
1: Jurassic World in IMAX.
2: Just to see the Totally. Yeah, because if you go to Ima- uh, Jurassic World and IMAX, you get six minutes of Ant-Man, which we missed because we went to the 2D Yeah. because our friend doesn't like 3D. I don't really like 3D that
1: much either. I heard, I heard that like Jurassic World is a must for 3D, though. Yeah. But we'll, and we'll get into our review of Jurassic World as well. But yeah, no, there's six minutes of it that's out there. Uh, if you go and see Jurassic World and IMAX, you can see the first six minutes of Ant-Man. I heard, I heard it's supposed to be more... Comedy.
2: Oh, totally. That's more of a fun take on something.
1: I think that's definitely what they're going for with that. I mean, I mean they can't go serious with Ant Man, <laughs> and especially not with Paul Rudd as your lead.
2: Yeah, he's pretty cool though. The I mean, he he, he, he pulled the Chris Pratt, and he's ripped. He's got abs. Yeah, and he's shirtless in one scene that they show in the trailers. So not,
1: he's still not quite as ripped as Chris Pratt though.
2: Well, he's ripped for Paul Rudd. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm on an Ant Man. By the way, though, I'm on an Ant Man Blackout right now. I mean, I would watch the first six minutes because I don't feel like it'll spoil the plot. Um, but I'm not watching any previews or anything like that, and I haven't for a month now. It's freaking, it's so hard, dude. It's so hard not they to watch the don't have any new
2: ones ever since we talked yeah, about they, the last one.
1: Yeah, they have. They've had three. Oh, well, I missed them all. Oh, I've seen them. I've seen them in my newsfeed, and I've like had to resist the urge to freaking... I don't think
2: that's anything, because I click on them. No, the it is. I don't it is anything.
1: something. I, I know for a fact it is, because people like, keep talking about them. But it's a it's annoying. Watch them, Jason. I know. I almost want to, but I won't. But... Another thing that I have been spoiling for myself, and at this point I've just given up on, on avoiding spoilers for, is Batman v. Superman. Yeah, I did the same thing. I watched that video. Yeah. And we now have a... Uh, a confirmation. Well, almost confirmation. This yeah. is, so this is from Umberto Gonzalez, uh, or El Mayembe, as he's also known. Um, well, one sec. If, uh, if you saw the link on your Facebook and you didn't click on it
2: because you didn't want spoilers, please skip ahead, like, 30 seconds.
1: Yeah. So go. You got 30 seconds. Okay. So Um Umberto Gonzalez, this is his quote uh, that from a spoiler from uh, Batman v Superman. Fearing the actions of a godlike superhero left unchecked, Gotham City's own formidable, forceful vigilante takes on Metropolis's most revered modern day savior. um, While the world witnesses what the... Oh, dang it. I'm reading the synopsis. I am sorry. That's just the synopsis. The synopsis was in it. Yeah, so people just tuning in after that 30 seconds, wait another 30 seconds. Okay. Taking forever, man. Ezra Miller's flash is a blur that stops a robbery. In a video. In a, in a video, yeah. They see, they see a video of the flash that, that stops a robbery. Jason Momoa's Aquaman is held prisoner in a containment chamber where we see his hand slap against the glass. Epic. Okay. It's awesome. I think I think Luther is ex- maybe experimenting on Aquaman, and it's nice to see that that we're going to get confirmation of the Flash already existing in this universe as well.
2: No more origin stories. Yeah, I'm. I mean, if Batman's been around for a while, then the Flash has got to be around for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody's ever
2: heard of him though, so that's kind of weird.
1: I know. It's it's. Yeah, I mean, nobody's ever heard of him, but at the same, like it's it's cool. You know, he's quick. Nobody
2: can see him. He's, yeah.
1: What was that? The red? I don't know. But
2: those guys are gone they were robbing the bank.
1: They're gone. I'm looking forward to it though. It'll be. It'll be. I like the universe that they're setting up here. Um, I'm a little skeptical. I mean, like I said, um, I was talking to Jason about this.
2: Uh, I haven't talked to him about it on a podcast lately though. But I'm. I was super stoked for Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Everything I was hearing about it was epic. And then I started seeing set pictures, and it's kind of my opinions kind of been knocked down a couple levels. Not like that. I'm not looking forward to this, but. It's not what I expected.
1: Yeah. Have
2: you seen the pictures of all the the cast? They kind of look goofy.
1: They kind of look CW, like Arrow. The costumes aren't quite up to par with what I would expect. I'll give you that. Um, Yeah, like, I don't
2: know. You like Deadshot's helmet. I think it looks like a cast, like a ceramic underwear strap.
1: I didn't like it when Stretch I saw the head. I didn't like it when I saw the first costume photo, but seeing it actually on set and stuff, I think it looks good.
2: When I saw the picture, the first picture, I thought it looked like underwear on his head. Then I saw him in action, and I thought it looks more like a cast, like like not need to have on your arm, but around right his head.
1: I think the metal on the sides makes it makes it look a lot more helmet like. I don't know. I just, I think it looks funny,
2: but that's you know set pictures, leaked set picture. Yeah. Well, not leaked.
1: Um, sort of, yeah, like uh, spotted setpacers or I'd right have here. to see them post production. Exactly. When they're actually been edited into the film. Especially with the DCU, because, I mean, they do a lot of post production on, on the DCU movies. You know, Man of yeah. Steel had tons of post production work done on it. It's obvious Batman v Superman's going to have a lot of post production work on it, so. Yeah, but I, I've heard from the director, uh, David Ayer, Ayer mm-hmm. that
2: nothing has been spoiled. There's still a ton of surprises, and yeah. it's going to be crazy.
1: And I believe it, man. So, and I think I, think I like, hope so because Suicide Squad
2: is cool. I want to see it yeah. be cool.
1: Well, and I, and I think that those scenes, like the Batman and Joker scenes, are going to be flashbacks.
2: Do you think he's really going to have the tattoos on his face? I think he might. Harley Quinn has tattoos on her face as well. No, she has makeup on her face. She doesn't have tattoos. No, right here. When she's in the car, the Lambo or whatever that purple car is, she has one right underneath her right eye, and then on her right cheekbone, it says like "damaged," like curved. Hmm. And I I saw other set pictures of her on the set of Suicide Squad with Will
1: Smith, and you can see glimpses of like black smudges on well, her face. Maybe there's a maybe there's a theme to it then. Maybe that's maybe that's why the damaged tattoo is there. Maybe it's not just like a meaningless tattoo. Maybe there's actually a theme to it, like people have that tattoo to mean, you know, something like they're in some sort of group or whatever, you know, like, yeah. or maybe, maybe, maybe the freaking, um, when they actually get enlisted in the suicide squad or when they get caught or whatever, they, they, they tattoo it, you know, like the, the, well, I mean,
2: all the set pictures Argus. of the Joker, he has all his tattoos. You can see yeah. his shirt being ripped open. He's got the, the forehead damaged tattoo. Yeah, I just
1: mean the damaged one in general. Cause like, yeah, he does have all the tattoos in general, but.
2: Yeah, but those look like flashback pictures, and you can, they Batman do. was on the set, he was on the car, yeah. um, trying to stop Joker, with Harley Quinn in the car, so I don't know if that's supposed to be some sort of flashback, or... I think
1: it is, because Harley Quinn is, is dressed normal in that scene,
2: so I think it's like during yeah, her origin. she's
1: normal, and then when
2: she's in the car, she turns into Harley Quinn, so, so do you think it's some sort of, like, Maybe. fake? Well, no, she's,
1: she doesn't turn into Harley Quinn in the car. Yeah, she's, she's Harley Quinn in the car with Joker. No, she's still wearing that, that same outfit that she's wearing when she's out of it with the skirt and the glasses. Is she she has the yeah. tattoo cuz There's there's another scene where she's got the makeup and stuff, but I think that's a totally different scene with the Joker. Yeah, but I think I think that's like a an up-to-date present scene and then there's also the flashback scene and I think that Joker maybe like kidnaps her from Arkham and and escapes in that car and then I that's think, why Batman's after him.
2: Like here's a theory I have mm-hmm. which I'm kind of hoping for is that it's more of like a dream sequence you know kind well of be. like uh like well that's what i've heard the he's dreaming about joker coming back so the joker's not actually back mm-hmm. but this is like him like you know that could be dream ma- sequence that would, or that something would explain, similar. like the tattoos
1: and stuff like that yeah like
2: oh he's crazy and he's got the tattoos and
1: and so in his, yeah in his head he's seeing all that crazy stuff that would
2: that's a good theory man that's, that's what i was thinking and i'm hoping well, right now because i don't want to see the tattoos yeah.
1: and i don't mind the tattoos but it'd be a cool way to explain it i also I heard the same thing about the uh, Do You Bleed scene in Batman v Superman. Yeah, I heard, I heard that, that was, that a, was dream a dream sequence, sequence. Too. I don't um, think it is, but... It could be. I don't know. But uh, so we, we also have um, in the news that our uh, Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum has a director now. Who is it? Well, <laughs> hearing, he, so hearing one of the movies that he's directed might make you hopeful. But hearing another one of the movies that he's directed might make you lose all hope. So, I'll tell you the first one. Okay. Rise of the Planet of the Apes from 2011 with James Franco. Is that the good or the bad? That's, I mean, that's pretty good. That movie was, it wasn't bad. Rise of the Planet of the Apes was pretty good. Not as good as Dawn, but it was all right. Oh, what do you good. think of Rise? I thought they were both all right. Yeah. The second movie that he directed... Is one that we have seen fairly recently. Uh, we saw this, you know, within the last few months. This movie starred Mark Wahlberg. Transformers? Nope. It's not Michael Bay. When I saw it, I've seen it though. You and I both saw it together.
2: Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, Marky Mark. The Gambit, Gambler, the Gambler, and he's going Gambit now, Gambler.
1: I don't know if that was just the story. It was filmed really good. But I mean, it was filmed well. I wonder if he is. Was he a writer on The Gambler? He wasn't a writer on Gambler. Okay, so Gambler there's sucked. There's a little hope there. I think that's a remake too, from some
2: seventies. I don't know.
1: I hated The Gambler. Yeah, I am glad that he wasn't a writer on The Gambler, at least. And he wasn't. Looks like he wasn't a writer on The Rise of the Planet of the Apes either. So I, there could. I guess there could be some hope there. But he's. Uh, yeah, he's he's the gamut director. Um, cool. I wonder
2: if there's. Cool. Been, yeah. So I'm, looking, I'm still looking up set photos from Suicide Squad, and I can see that some of the pictures, she clearly doesn't have the big tattoo on her chin. Oh, really? But she does have the one on her face. Just this backtracking a little bit right
1: now. <laughs> so I'm. I, okay. So the writer, the main. The guy who wrote the screenplay for Gambit is the guy who uh, wrote the new Robocop. The guy who wrote Gambit wrote. So Robocop. the guy who's writing the new Gambit is the one who wrote RoboCop. The new I heard one. RoboCop was a flop. It was, it was a flop, but I haven't actually seen it, so I, I can't I mean tell. I neither. I
2: keep wanting to see it. It's on Netflix right now. I keep seeing it.
1: Yeah. And
2: I want to watch a movie that I go to sleep, and I feel like I'd want to watch the whole thing.
1: Yeah. And
2: I don't know. I just don't. I'm not excited to watch that movie. So
1: I feel. And, and so they, they are having uh, Chris Claremont, who wrote the X-Men for, like, all of the 80s and 90s. He is doing a treatment on the script, so he's, he's revising it and touching up characters and stuff like that. So it could, I mean, who knows? It, it might be good. Gambit? Yeah, I'm glad Our Channing last Gambit Tatum, was kind of disappointing. Yeah, well, I'm glad Channing Tatum's excited for it, you know. Yeah, I think he'll do else. a
2: good job, too. Uh, Channing Tatum is a great actor, and he kind of has the
1: look, too. Yeah, well, he's from New the- Orleans, and he loves Gambit. Like, he's obsessed with Gambit. Does he have, how's his accent? Because the last guy's was not too good. No, I, I don't know how his accent will be. I assume since he grew up in New Orleans, he would have a pretty good one, but I don't know. New Orleans, Gnarling. Not gnarly. Gnarly, gnarly Gnarlings. Gnarlings. Um, hmm. But in also in that universe, we've got uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, the uh, rogue cut, which we heard so much about, the cut of X-Men Days of Future Past that involves Anna Paquin's rogue. You going to buy it? That's, and that's my question. So they're releasing it soon. Would are, what do you think? Like what? I ain't buying it. If buying you buy it? it, I'll come over and watch it. <laughs> but I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> so, let's see. There, so there's 90 minutes of special features. Um, but the actual it's that's like a whole movie. Yeah, but it's it, it's unclear how much footage we're going to have of of Rogue. It's just basically it's almost like a director's cut. And so how much is it? Like a full price of a movie? Probably, yeah. It's probably going to be like you know twenty, thirty bucks. Because it'll have tons of special features as well with it.
2: I'm not that into special features. I yeah, haven't even watched any of the ones on my special edition, whatever. Week. Oh
1: yeah, the one we got from Best Buy, the Best Buy exclusive. Yeah. Of Days of Future Past, I've watched all of them. Um, but I. I don't know. I'm debating with myself. I probably will end up buying it just because it's like, oh, I love Rogue. And, you, know, like, the you just want to complete all your movies. collections? I kind of do. Because I own just about every superhero movie there, there's been.
2: I own like five. I watch them over and over again. I got I to get more because I love to watch them. Yeah. Like, they're, they're some of my favorite things to just sit down and watch again.
1: Yeah, and like dissect. Like, yeah. Because even the ones I don't like, I still, I'll still watch and be like, oh, man. I don't even like, I want to watch like
2: Old Daredevil.
1: Yeah. Because I was watching we were,
2: the. Netflix series I yeah. want to watch Daredevil we the were, director's cut
1: we were talking about this on uh, like the other day we were talking about doing that for podcasts it's like watching you know one of the old superhero movies and then, and then recording and talking about it I think talk we should do that dude do you well, guys think it'd be cool yeah let us let us know, yeah, let us know. send us an email feedback at thatmightbecool.com uh, at thatmightbecool on twitter or instagram or uh, facebook let us know if you want to see that because yeah we could do like the Ben Affleck Daredevil we could talk about Green Lantern like some <gasps> of the bat nipples Bat nipples. Oh, dude! The entire
2: dude. I love those when I was a kid. They're freaking
1: awesome. I watch mm-hmm. them over and over again. I make my mom put in Mister Freeze, oh, yeah. uh, Batman. It was awesome. Yeah, I I think that'd be fun, man. We should we should totally do that. Just like you know, discuss the old superhero movies. You know, we could we could bring in Devin and James and other special guests for it too.
2: Oh yeah, some more mediocre <laughs> <laughs>
1: reviews
2: of stuff or just, just make it up stuff. Yeah, dude. Oh, have you posted any of the stuff? Oh, the the, cuts from our (laughs) uh, our our warm up session, whatever like the check one two kind of thing is.
1: I should have done that. uh, I should have done that last week when we didn't have an episode. I should have thrown together our our. Oh man, that was hilarious. Yeah, we had before we started recording last time. We had a a lot of just weird. We had a nice little chat, a pre show (laughs) chat, but we recorded all for you. You know, in case we want to show you guys. There's a lot of out of context voice clips that we could totally throw at random stuff to make them hilarious. We almost put one at the end, and then yeah. we ended up going with the cotton candy. If you hear Devin in this episode... My no, mic like cotton candy. If you hear Devin in this episode... He's actually right over right there. He here. hasn't talked much this whole time. Yeah,
2: What's up, weird. Devin? Throwing a clip right there. Yeah, I will. I
1: will throw a clip. <laughs> oh, man, that's <laughs> crazy, Devin. Why would you say that? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> All right, let's mute his mic now. Mute. <laughs> that's, that's what mute sound, buttons on. <laughs> that's a good sound for mute. So from the same studio that, uh, we're, getting, that we're getting the rogue <laughs> cut um from you know from Fox 20th Century Fox uh their their sort of superhero division um we're also hearing news now that that Matthew Vaughn has started uh, writing the sequel of Kingsman That'd be cool, man. I mean, you all know how we feel about Kingsman. We freaking love it. Yeah, we got to see a special
2: sneak preview of the movie somehow. Yeah, special we're tricky like that.
1: But uh no, and I mean, Matthew Vaughn's awesome, man. Everything he touches turns to gold whether it's you know, X Men movies, or uh, or Kingsman, or uh, Kick Ass was was still pretty cool too. Um, they just need to come out with a third one. They do, the th- yeah. Complete the trilogy. The Chloe, whatever name is Chloe Grace Moritz. Hit Girl said
2: no that um, uh, torrenting is the reason why <laughs> yeah, torrenting.
1: I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can see that I, I know a lot of people did only watch Kick-Ass 2 through torrents which is I went is to the theater, man. I'm excited. Too.
2: I go to I go to the theaters to watch all these movies oh, in the yeah. theaters, all the exciting ones. The other ones I kind of wait for them to come on TV or Netflix like RoboCop or something.
1: Yeah. Dude, bootlegging bootlegging that crap is I don't know. I have a th- like bootlegging a theater release movie, I think is kind of dumb. Like I at least wait for it to come out and get a good version yeah. of it. Well, it's like I mean, why, don't do it why at all Why go to the theater? Why
2: not go to the theater? You know what I mean? Theaters are the best thing. I, I'm, I'm a huge theater, but we both Same. worked at the theater as yeah. projectionists, and just the theater experience is one of it's my... awesome. You know, it's my favorite things. I know. I, I, we can honestly say we're movie buffs. I mean oh, We totally. talk about it in the podca- podcast.
1: We both freaking worked in movie theaters forever. Like, we, yeah, we, it's safe to say that. Even though everyone says they're a movie buff, I think we've got a little bit of entitlement to it. Yeah, we worked there. Yeah. We, we were the them. last we of built the film movies.
2: projectors. We used to build film t- projectors all the way back in 2000 like 13.
1: Yeah. We were there. We were there up until they stopped making printing film by yeah, default. way back in way back in my way back in 2013. 2013. Actually, I no. Recall? That was 2012 at this point or 2000 Was it 12? It was like 2011-2012. Shoot. Yeah. Getting old. It's not long ago. And there's digital age and everything. We, we were projectionists all the way up until they stopped producing for, tag for me. default movies.
2: They're going to need us back because yeah. Star Wars... Episode eight is reported being filmed on film. Yeah, instead of digitally, they're they're using film for Star Wars Episode eight. They're not going to play it anywhere because every movie theater got rid of their film projectors, including be us the one up, we dude. worked at. They, they they're going to be regretting the day they took us out of projection. Yeah, because
0: that one movie, Star we're gonna, Wars. We're going to charge them a premium fee to bring us back.
1: Yeah, back from the dead. More we than should, minimum wage. Let's, <laughs> Let's make a movie about us coming back and doing projection. A movie back about in us the game. coming to do a movie. Back in black. That'd be awesome. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited for that, too, actually. I, I love film. And I, I'm, I'm glad that we do have the ability, like for any of these movies, we do have the ability to still get a theater experience watching them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It is nice. I, when I, so when I'm you know, super rich and have crazy tons of money, I'm going to build like, the world's greatest theater room inside a house. With That's film, gonna be... you're going to have the old-school projectors? I'll have an old-school projector, and then I'll also have a digital because, I mean, I'm not going to buy every single movie in film. i expensive. To. That's expensive. I'm going to have my own Well, library. especially, I mean, you know how these film movies get stored. After a couple of years, they suck to try and, to try and play through. Remember the <laughs> yeah, reruns
2: that we'd do? We had to do, the oldest one I did was um, sometime in the 90s. I don't know when it came out, but it was Hook. Oh, dude. That movie was, it wasn't actually too bad, the filming, because uh, they put it together, and it's like... 20-year-old tape holding it together. It was mm-hmm. really cool. It was, like, you know, nostalgic to have, like, yeah. this old film that played in the theaters back in the 90s. I don't remember oh, yeah. exactly when it came out. Well, but No, wait. it was... Was it before we were born? I, th- I believe it was, like... Hook. Like, I think it was 94. Uh, 90, that, that makes sense. Was I was like, thinking for... 90 for some reason, but 94 sounds about right.
1: It might have been. I'll, yeah, I'll look it up really quick. But the thing is, so half of these, half of these movies... Get stored in like these crazy hot warehouses and is 90, 91. Okay, so yeah. 91.
2: That is before I was Yeah, born. yeah. It was before yeah, You were, we were born, born, born
1: in 93. Three? Th- three? Yeah, oh. 93. You're only a year younger than me. Yeah. Um, now you know our ages. <laughs> But no, man, uh, it's because we, we dealt with a lot of those movies that have just been stored in, in crappy conditions. We pull them out and they're like crazy sticky. They mm-hmm. get yeah. stuck in the projector. That tape, when you have tape
2: on film, yeah. tape on anything like uh, scotch tape, the stuff used for painting.
1: Yeah, when they didn't use
2: the correct splicing tape. Yeah, and it's like you peel it off and it's like gooey and you have to clean it off or cut. I, I, I think I just yeah. would cut the
1: Oh, I would too. Cut the frame.
2: frames off. Yeah. 27 frames or 24. It's 27 a second. 27 a second. Yeah. So I think 3 would be okay. I used to cut off huge like oh, chunks, man. We, like you we know, for a up while like, we cut just like tons of film off. Yeah, and it's if you watch it, I watched a couple of them. There was a, a George Clooney movie, it was like The American or something.
1: Oh yeah, I remember and, that uh, movie.
2: And like, it like skips like a second. It's weird, but like you don't notice it. Yeah.
1: But it's I know, you have to you have to cut a lot before you notice it, but I do remember there were a couple times with some of our newer projectionists that especially would in uh, screw
2: up Theater 4 would like throw oh, stuff off, like
1: wobbly. That, that got I bad. Think, I remember I tra- tra- when Transformers. Uh, transformers s- s- which one? That would have been four. No, it would have been three. It wasn't four. Oh, yeah, it couldn't have been four. So it was, yeah, Transformers 3, dude. That one, it was huge, and so it was all the way to the edge of the platter when it was That uh, one was film. big. But then that one, when it got caught that one time, because it was the, the projector that time that was getting caught and stuck, <laughs> it got caught that one time and almost flung the entire thing off because there was no room for it. And so we had to put the, or remember the, the stoppers? We had to get like four oh, of them. Oh, we had to do that for Star Trek, too. Yeah, we had to get like four of them and put them all the way around the platter so it wouldn't oh, fall man. off. Those good
2: times, man. Memories, dude. A little bit of backstory on had... uh, our movie theater yeah, experience.
1: Well, do you remember the other there theater lies. in our franchise had the had the actual edge around the platter to prevent that? Did they? Yeah, that's a the, smart you know, idea. The one down south, we had no edges. Yeah, ours ours like if the film got you know flown mm. off or whatever, you bumped into it. Trevin
2: yes, dropped Transformers three on the ground. It was a freaking bowl of spaghetti. <sighs> that's what happened? It took me. Um, I came in on my day off, and I was there for like yeah. seven hours. I just think that's undoing. why it got why it
1: got screwed up, and we had to because it got sticky, dude. It got sticky, and it kept sticking to itself, and so that's why we had to put all the freaking stoppers around that film.
2: Yeah, because Matt was using some weird mm. stuff. To, yeah, that oil. Yeah, the would, oil. That did they not help use at all. The no, yeah. they supposed to help, and it didn't. I think we've gone a little too far on this film. We probably thing, have, but that's a that's a rare glimpse into the old times yeah, of film, almost two three years ago. That's my not cool. Young I mean, Fifty kids years these
1: days. Yeah, no, that was those fun times, man. I wish that like... Nobody has no idea what we're talking about. They're like,
2: what film? What is
1: that? We can... They don't even know what the platters
2: look like. If you all Post some pictures. You got some pictures?
1: Yeah. Post them on our website, uh, our Insta and Facebook. Yeah, we'll post them. But... That was... Those were fun times, man. I wish that we hadn't been in high school and they didn't pay minimum wage so that we had to move on to better jobs. Because that was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was man. a good time. But What's next on the list? The next on the list is uh is the largest movie opening in the history of movies. Jurassic World.
2: Oh, they were talking about the movie that I was in.
1: <laughs> not yet. That's, not that's yet. yet to be coming. It'll be the biggest movie ever, though. Um No, Jurassic World, man. Half a billion dollars in three days. That's it. Freak, dude. It made more than Most movies make the whole. Yeah, it made more than Batman Begins in three days. How much did Batman Begins make? Like 480. It made more than most Marvel movies. Any of the Thor movies? It made more than either of the Thor movies made in their whole run in three days. That's nuts, right? Even the original Iron Man. I believe
2: we tried to go see that. We don't miss a lot of um, big movie premieres on the Thursday night preview night. Very rarely. but we tried to get t- t- tickets to this because we were like, oh, we'll just wait until like five o'clock, pick up yeah. our tickets and go to the movie like we usually sold do. the freak out. But it was sold out. And I'm like, I'm not sitting on the front row. There were yeah. seats everywhere. And then uh, Friday, we barely got t- t- tickets. I got the last three in the whole theater that were together.
1: Yeah. So, dude, the... <laughs> Holy crap, man. This is insane. The original Iron Man movie. The entire gross for it worldwide was, let's see here, in the U.S., it made a total of $318 million, with a, an extra Shoot. only $17 million from the U.K. and $23 million from Brazil. So, yeah, it, it made more than the freaking first Iron Man made in just three days. Nice job, Jurassic World yeah. people makers. I, I don't feel like it deserved it. I really don't. I actually enjoyed it.
2: Um, I think this episode's going on a little long, so we'll cut the the review down to us chatting about it a little bit.
1: Yeah, not we're not a full
2: review, not like the Avengers episode. Yeah, no,
1: we're getting we're getting about we still got about 10, 15 minutes or so. All
2: right, stay tuned, we'll to, talk about it right now. <laughs> but I thought it was cool. You you were saying your
1: complaints were that it was a little bit slow in the beginning and they had a lot of unnecessary yeah. backstory. Yeah, well, like it was just it was there were weird turns like the so uh, I had a problem with the opening like I felt like the the opening like the where they actually played the theme music I felt like it was super weird they started the theme music too soon and so like there was regular dialogue going on while the theme music is like coming and roaring in the background while they're just talking regularly I think I which remember was super that weird. yeah and so like this this just feels awkward and disjointed there but then like you know they they try to make us. Like, they, they make us almost want to root for the babysitter to die, even though she really didn't really do anything wrong other than take They tried to call. make her a bad character, like someone annoying, because you can hear in a dialogue yeah. she has
2: over the phone in the background, she says, oh, he's not getting a bachelor party. Like, you know, she's getting married and she doesn't yeah, want to. have but. That's the only thing, like, you know, snotty, dumb. annoying, like.
1: It wasn't near enough to make us go, oh, yeah, we want to see her, like, ripped apart by 20 different dinosaurs, like, like scene and taken out. I love that scene. It was was pretty
2: good, but it was overkill for her. Like, literally overkill. Yeah. It overkilled her. She didn't deserve that kind of craziness. I mean, it was awesome. They should have done a little bit more of that, I think. Like, but I don't know. It's supposed to be, like, kind of a halfway
1: between, like, a kid's movie, like, a young teenager kind of movie. They played that like stupid tropey typical movie like any movie that involves a kid. The storyline is always about how the parent, or at least one of the parents, is too busy to, to pay attention to them. What well, was the aunt in this one? It was the aunt, like, but like it's still dumb.
2: Yeah, I saw your brother saying that at uh, beat ups today. He's like, "Oh no, she's got a big time job and she doesn't have time to take care of the kids. Yeah, like, she's um, the aunt and yeah. she lives on an island." Uh, yeah,
1: whatever. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, yeah this this aunt. How dare she have a successful job when she doesn't have kids and lives on an island? Like, how dare she be making money and being successful?" Yeah, and runs on. a huge park. But yeah, it was, so, it was dumb, and that's just like that's the most played out storyline in the history of like movie, like child star movies. It's just yeah. like, oh, my parents are too busy. They're you need to pay attention to children. Like, yeah, I mean,
2: like I got that whole vibe. Line. I think me and you view movies a little bit differently. For yeah. my first movie or first time watching a movie, mm-hmm. I go in as a viewer, and I just kind of watch the movie to enjoy it. And I think you dive into it more sooner, yeah, I just when I watch it like the second time or even third time, that's when I start to like dissect stuff and like pick yeah. stuff apart and notice things that bug me, you know seeing them over and over again, but I do agree it was a prolonged and unnecessary a lot of backstory, but yeah. they needed to have a little backstory just to try and develop those two characters, which they didn't do a very good job
1: no they really didn't I could like they Honestly, they could have made this movie just about Chris Pratt and uh, and the Ant, and they would have been fine. Yeah. Because, like, if the kids hadn't have been there, they probably would have been okay. I mean, the only reason the kids were there was so that they would have to leave and try to save them. That was it. Yeah. Which was crazy that we had that much setup just so that we could, you know, just so that we could have them there as a reason for them to go and save them.
2: Yeah, they're not like they don't feel like that much of a prominent character. Like once no. Chris Pratt comes in, it's like you forget about the kids.
1: Yeah, even though they keep bringing them up and trying to shove them in your face. Yeah, but so yeah, come on. It was,
2: I mean, it was decent. I didn't mind it too much. It was a spectacle. It was visually, it was awesome. I enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoy um, Transformers, but maybe that's because I've seen robots fighting four movies in a row. Yeah.
1: Transformers originally was pretty awesome when we first saw it. You the know first I mean? one, but once the second one hit, it was like, it was like just. You got tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I. It was, yeah, it was. It, I'm not saying it was a terrible movie. I, know, means, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. When it
2: got over, I mean, obviously it's, uh, it's Jurassic World, It's dinosaurs. It's yeah. going to be non realistic, kind of. You know, just more of a fun movie, but. Um, what I didn't like, though, is if you watch the first one, mm-hmm. it's really dark and it's raining and it's like scary. And like, yeah, like when you see the T-Rex, it's like, oh, no, here it comes. They tried to do that with the new indigenous Indominus Rex, Indominus Rex,
1: Yeah,
2: they even make fun of the name in the I'm movie, glad they did. Indominus Rex. And they try to make him see the her seem scary and like threatening, but it's. Not and then when the yeah. T Rex comes on, you're like, Oh, it's T Rex. But the I Rex, I'm gonna call it the I Rex. I Rex. It's not a bad name. <laughs> I mean it makes sense. Yeah. But it is a really cool concept though. hmm Um Dustin, Devin's brother, if you mm-hmm. remember Devin, yeah, he's yeah. right over there with his mic muted. Yeah, he's been trying to talk this whole time, but we won't let him. Yeah, we had to duct tape him. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't seen it, but his brother Dustin explained the movie to him and um Got him really stoked. He's like, they take dinosaurs and they mix their genes together and make this super crazy dinosaur. And, you know, he loves the cheesy stuff. Mm. You know, it's like really cool concept, but there's one thing about that whole concept that like people are getting bored of dinosaurs. Yeah. I call BS on that because if you go to the zoo, there's kids everywhere, and they just love to see like normal animals. Oh yeah,
1: they talk. Like, yeah, she like says that it's just like an animal, or just like an elephant at the zoo, and it's like uh, kids do kind of get pretty stoked about elephants at the zoo, like they're huge. <laughs> and I don't think kids would get bored.
2: Like, oh, it's, no. it's a dinosaur. It's a dinosaur. It's been around for like, ten years, and you're bored of it already. Yeah. I call BS on that.
1: I think the dialogue in general in the movie was probably the weakest point.
2: They used some, like, the worst dialogue in the trailer. Yeah. Depends on what they cooked up, and those scientists cooked up in that lab.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, and some of it wasn't yeah, even there. They, so the, the producers actually made them put in the line, it's, it's my way or the highway. They made them put that's that. in the movie? I don't remember It's that. not in the movie. The producers made them film that so they could put it in the previews. Because they literally said people won't see the movie unless he says that.
2: Yeah, that's dumb. Because Chris Pratt has a couple of lines that are just awful. Yeah. and Terrible.
1: Uh, yeah, it depends on what they, they cooked up in that lab.
2: What kind of dinosaur they cooked up in that lab. That dinosaur like, I has think,
1: got, some velocir- got some raptor in it or whatever he says. What does he say about oh, that?
2: I know why they didn't tell us what's in that dinosaur. Because they got raptor in it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So it's got a lot more than that, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's got so a lot So dumb. Th- uh, the whole story with the uh, the... When they started the, the guy with Kingpin. You mm-hmm. didn't believe me that it was Kingpin. But yeah, I, by the I end of the movie, it was like, it's Kingpin. Yeah. I was watching him. That's Kingpin. That's Kingpin. No way that's not Kingpin. because
1: I, I, I thought I remembered like seeing him in the previews and looking it up and finding out that it wasn't him. Yeah. I thought I remembered that, but I guess I didn't do that, or maybe I just wasn't looking in the right place. Yeah, But yeah, Vincent donofrio has got range, dude. He's good. And do he's character one from Kingpin. of the
2: best actors in Kingpin. Oh, absolutely. That's a you know. Deep character and really good, and he pulled it off perfect. Yeah,
1: and this this character was so much different than that. Even though it was, like, not the best character, it was still very It was a
2: typical, like,
1: I'm a doing, bad guy, and I work in the military, and I don't care about stuff.
2: Yeah, I thought it was a joke when he said, uh, like, we need these in the army. Imagine these in Guantanamo or wherever, yeah, and, fighting. And I was like, wait, seriously, they're saying that the some? army wants to use... Dinosaurs to fight bad guys. I was like, that's a joke, but it's a huge plot point in the, in the movie. They build the dinosaur. He's working with the scientist to yeah. build a dinosaur. It feels like they just threw. As a predator to fight. And I was like,
1: <laughs> I was like imagine these, but smaller. I was <laughs> like,
2: oh my gosh, this
1: is. It feels is. like they just threw every action movie trope into one movie like that's what they tried to do is just like okay we got to have an evil military guy that wants to take the science and use it for military and then we've got to have another guy that was like well you guys pushed me to do this so i made this super crazy stuff but you didn't want to know the ugly details about it and then we got to have this guy that warns him about it the entire time and he has to go and end up saving the day and then the child whose aunt doesn't pay enough attention to him that ends up getting in danger because she's not paying attention to him that's that's pretty quick Pretty accurate, I gotta uh, say. Uh, I mean, the, the
2: voice is kind of annoying. Right? It is. That's my
1: typical <laughs> marketing guy. That's like, yeah, we gotta put <laughs> all
2: this What's
0: stuff in the to sell it, It'll and he's so gotta cool. say, "My way or the highway." Yeah. Ugh.
2: But, uh, it was enjoyable, I, Like to yeah. watch. I get. I did get kind of sick of the velociraptors running. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just, they're just chasing and stuff. Yeah. A lot of the same repetitive, but they made Chris Pratt. I mean. I love this part of the movie, but in the back of my mind, I was like, they made Chris Pratt's character, Owen. Owen, whatever. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Owen, too much of a bad A. Yeah. Like, he's too bad A. Like, he's riding. He's, he's riding. He's riding a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He's riding his, like, Harley, like, old Harley. Not Harley, but an old Harley looking bike mm-hmm. through the jungle, keeping up with Raptors that are. And you can see they jump over logs. You saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and he keeps up with them. Yeah, they does just don't all this.
1: show how he gets around the logs. like. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know. I liked how he was bad A, but they had, I think, a little bit too much of, like, he's
1: way too yeah, bad A. He
2: was a little too hardcore, yeah. Like Indiana Jones status. Yeah. And, was, and he is rumored to be the new Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'd he
1: like. Chris Pratt himself talked about it on, on uh, The Nerdist. He actually said that he hasn't heard literally anything about Indiana Jones other than his brother saying, yeah, that'd be cool if you were Indiana Jones. So, he's thus far hasn't heard about it, but I think he'd be a great fit for the role. I
2: think it'd be cool. They need to re like, I don't know. I think they could, if they wanted to leave it alone, they could have left it totally. alone. Totally. After the last crusade.
1: Yeah, and the, then they fell The last
2: in. crusade. It was the and, last. And they had to go and make Kingdom and the Crystal
1: Skull. Go and nuke the fridge. <sighs> awful. Uh, yeah. Just awful. They like, I feel like they almost need to reboot the franchise just to get the taste of that out of our mouths. Because it's yeah. still there. Every time I think of Indiana Jones, I'm like, oh, yeah, good movies. And then I'm like, ah, oh, F- Shia LaBeouf and a fridge getting nuked. And I lands. think it, what would be a great idea is to have
2: Indiana Jones is like, buddy from when he was a kid. Mm. And it'll be Chris Pratt. So make him, like, some other weird name. He's an archaeologist on the other side doing the same kind of thing. I don't know. They, I it's, it's like a reboot, but like they can change as much as they want.
1: Uh, you know, they can just
2: make up new stuff. That, I think that's a good idea.
1: They could, but I think he'd still have to be because they they'd have to be able to call it Indiana Jones, and they couldn't call it Indiana Jones if it's like Indiana Jones. It's is Chris. Pretty. It's Chris Pratt. Yeah, but I I think if it's if he's you're like getting, one of the biggest stars right now, I think if you're getting Chris Pratt, you have to just go the whole nine yards and make him Indiana Jones.
2: I think they would, but I think it like. It would be a good idea um, for a movie, but not for marketing, the standpoint. Exactly.
1: And that's the they problem is it, with, with reboots of franchises, it's all about the marketing.
2: But I think they could do it the other way, and I think it'd be a good idea.
1: Yeah. But, but uh, moving on Whatever. from Jurassic World, uh, so you had, you had some stuff you wanted to bring up about Mad Max. Just about the characters. Do you remember when you said there is a
2: character from X-Men that is in this movie? Yes. Another character, besides Nick Holt. Mm-hmm. and it ended up being Butterfly Chick angel. Yeah, the gr- yeah the girl with the angel wings there's right is one names. more from the X-Men franchise Really? not first class do you know which one it is <laughs> 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 <sighs> <laughs> come- dude come on
1: no googling it uh, okay fine to, I don't know um, let me get his name now you gotta do this wow you were supposed to be ready with this Nux. No. That's Nick Holt. Nux's buddy. Slit? Slit. Do you know who Slit is? His, uh, the actor's name is Josh Hellman. <gasps> oh, he's Stryker.
2: I, yeah, dude, I told you. He's, what? A, he's a future past. He's
1: Stryker. Dude, I didn't even
2: recognize him. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was looking at and I was like, he did a I was decent sh- job. Yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah, he is um the guy that. Steals. He's a young his, striker,
1: yeah, from Days of Future Past.
2: Yeah, but in the Mad Max, he is the guy that steals Nux's steering wheel. Steering wheel. Or tries beginning. to, but then he's his Lancer. Yeah, he's the Lancer. But yeah. Oh my God. It's crazy, huh? And guess who else? Um Immortan Joe was in the very first Mad yeah, Max. Yeah, and he was a totally
1: different character.
2: He's toe cutter. Yeah. And he looks way different. And I was like, I, I noticed that too. And I was like, oh no way. They used the same one of the same characters from the first one. Yeah. It might be I mean, the same actual character with a different name. Actually, does he die in that? He, he might, might die. I've never better, actually seen know. the first Mad Max. I've only seen
1: Road Warrior. You know what's another funny thing about that actor, Hugh Keysburn? He was almost the Martian Manhunter. He he was the Martian Manhunter for George Miller's Justice League movie. They were two weeks away from shooting before the studio cancelled it. Really? Yeah. And so if you see did you see that leaked like uh, photo of the sculpture of Martian Manhunter's yeah, face for that movie? I've seen that. that was gonna be him. No way. Hugh Keysburn, yeah. Hugh Keysburn. Before he got, uh, it looks like he's been, you know, kind of chubby and stuff. But He's, uh, he's kind of creepy looking now. Yeah. Perfect for a Morton Joe. And without that
2: mask, he doesn't look good at all. He's no. got a big double chin. And if he didn't have the mask, he would just
1: look like a fat guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a huge double chin. I'm looking at a photo of him right now, but it could be a I've seen photos,
2: old. set photos of him without the mask.
1: Oh, really? And it just doesn't look as good. Yeah. The mask with the teeth. Is, no, I think the mask definitely yeah. makes the look for sure. But I think that's all I wanted to talk about. There was one more thing I had to, to talk about. What? So, it's another Mad Max thing. Mad Max was actually a love story, and you didn't know it. That's right. Max and Furiosa fall in love, dude. They get married. They get married. They have a little baby. Crazy. How did you guys not know that? Like, it's it's so obvious if you read anything about the movie. Now I mean technically in the story per se but uh you know the stunt doubles for max and furiosa (laughs) fell in love and and got married no that's cool man like the the two stunt doubles they're on set that entire time doing this crazy stuff like near-death experiences i mean
2: obviously they have stuff in common
1: they got stuff in common they 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 love they're both bald (laughs) (laughs) the
2: girl shaved her head to be furiosa and the other guy was already bald
1: that's so. cool though, man. Love story on a movie like that. They they Yeah, they love. actually they had stayed kids. and filmed a lot of different um,
2: other stunts throughout yeah. the movie. So that's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, did you know uh, the girl with short hair? One of the what's her name? She was the one that was putting all the bullets together
1: um, with the gun. Yeah, that's that's the girl that was in uh, X Men First Class. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you know who her father is? Mm-mm. Lenny Kravitz.
1: Really? That's yeah. Lenny Kravitz? I could see that. That's interesting. Yeah, I think he's
2: got two daughters, and she's one of them. Huh.
1: But yeah, she... Uh,
2: mm. I'm pretty sure.
1: What's her name? Uh, Something about something. I don't know her name. Kravitz? Wow. Huh. Where is she? Well, while you're looking up that, uh, some breaking news, actually. Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. are going to Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe. Um... So, uh, Sony Pictures is filming a movie that will bring together Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. <gasps> yeah, this is going to kill the it. world. Those aren't like,
2: are two of my favorite actors. I know. And, they're awesome. Um,
1: actress. It's going to be a sci fi slash romance called not Jupiter Passengers. Ascending. I hope it's not Jupiter Ascending. Holy crap. <laughs> You're so excited for that. I was kind of stoked I for it because it, it was man. like, I know you did. And I, I knew in the pit of my stomach that it was probably going to be bad. But, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it was a Mila
2: Kunis and Channing Tatum. That's a pretty good pairing.
1: But it was, yeah, it's a good pairing. And then it was like, it was the Wachowskis who did The Matrix. Now, granted, they've had some serious flops since The Matrix. But I was like, you know, they've got to have some stuff in their head. So I was like, I'll give them another chance, you know, but no, man. But yeah, so new sci-fi romance movie with Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. And we will all see it because... Nobody Is it, hates it either Guardians of, of the Galaxy too.
2: <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence came great. into the MCU.
1: Oh my gosh! Be be awesome. The coolest thing ever, dude. I'd like her to be uh, Starfire, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> either that or Raven. I'd like her to be any superhero. In fact, even though she's already she's Mystique, our, but yeah. I'd I mean like her to be that's different one. from the MCU. Still, yeah, she, they Fox. could add her
2: to the MCU. They and could add her. Awesome. They could
1: add her to the MCU and the DCU. She could be in every franchise, any ever, every universe. Yes, Across all three. Maybe she's the new Gwen Stacy. Just kidding.
2: No, Emma Stone. I know
1: Emma Stone has to always be Gwen Stacy, but love unfortunately, she too. won't be
2: Emma Stone. Jennifer Lawrence,
1: yeah, Chris Pratt, we, dude. If we got an Emma Stone Spider Gwen movie, that'd be awesome. But they won't. Ha- it won't happen. I'd watch it. Suck. I would watch it too, but it won't happen. Yeah, and apparently, Asa Butterfield is out of the
2: runnings for Spider Man, yeah. which I think he was the the best choice. I, I actually think, so think he was a pretty good choice, but something he he had a he was talking about it online, uh-huh. and they, they were like, nope, kicked him out. But I think he yeah. would be, he's the best out of all the,
1: the ones. Yeah, and it could still be just a misdirection, but we'll probably end up hearing who Spider-Man is next week.
2: Yeah, the two that they had, I looked up, there was three, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of them. Yeah. They were just like, that's not Spider-Man. That, that's not Spider-Man And no, neither is he. Yeah. But Asa Butterfield, it's like, I can see him,
1: Spider-Man. I like it. And he's a lot older now. He's gotten a lot bigger. He's had puberty. He's, yeah, he's 16 years old, and he's actually pretty tall. He's like six yeah. feet tall. And he's looking more adult. Like he yeah. in uh, Ender's Game, he looked young, a mm-hmm. little kid. Well, I think I think it's he's in a nice stage because it's like you know he'll be in that awkward teenager stage where he's like tall but lanky and skinny, which is kind of how I like my Spider-Man to look anyway. Yeah, and then
2: he'll kind of grow
1: into it, and he can exactly you know, gain some muscle. He'll be there for quite a while. I mean, we could we could get ten years out of him and still have him be young. Yes, he's, that's he's what they're going like for. Like 16. I mean, Asa Butterfield's freaking young, dude. Man.
2: Andrew Garfield, they got another ten years, and he'd still look young. I know. <laughs>
1: Dude's thirty two, and he's still like you know. Two years ago, he was playing graduating high school, like or not even two years ago, a year ago. That's nuts, man. I actually like that one, but I love that. I'm one. really disappointed that that universe ended. I know they 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 deserved a third movie,
2: and I would have been okay if they didn't enter if it if it was like Spider Man wasn't in the MCU. Yeah, that's okay. Jeez. It's, a, it's a whole new universe with uh, separate from the MCU, which is cool because DC is all one. Yeah, there's no split. Like uh, Fantastic Four, X-Men, and MCU are all split. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, uh, Spider-Man was also split, um, and Daredevil was too. But they, yeah. we've got Daredevil, and guess who's going to be Punisher?
1: John Bernthal from The Walking Dead. Yes, who played uh, whatever his name is, Shane. Mr. Head Rub, boy, i tell you what, guy. i tell you what. All he's going to do is rub his head and say, i tell you what. That's all he's going to do is the Punisher. He's shoot guns. That's cool. That's all we know. Yeah. Um, but it's
2: awesome that they have confirmed that Punisher is going to be in season two. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm stoked about that. I heard rumors that Jason Statham was going to be Bullseye. Nope. Those rumors were shot down.
1: By Jason Statham quickly. himself by saying, no, Marvel sucks and their actors aren't real actors. He said that? Yeah. I thought
2: it was because everybody was talking about it and he was like, oh, I ain't doing it anymore.
1: Well, so yeah, that's that's apparently why he quit, but he he went on record and said that like he 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 literally said that Marvel actors aren't actual actors. They could put, you know, I can't remember what he said. He said they could put anybody in those roles and it would still be the same. Coming from the really guy acting. that can only play one character. I know, right? Which is a bad <laughs> and
2: I love Jason Statham, but he only ever He's, he's got, got one the same
1: character. character. He's always the secret agent he's a, spy a, hardcore. He's a Nicolas badass. Cage character. Exactly. exactly. Same thing. Every movie, we love it. But don't crap on Statham don't talk played. crap
2: on other actors, please. I know,
1: especially not people like Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo, dude. Those yeah. guys are freaking actors. But
2: yeah, especially truly talented ones.
1: Yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, all right. Well, that uh, that seems to be it. We're about to send uh, this spaceship off into the galaxy. Uh, any any last words of wisdom, Chase? Yeah, my phone's completely charged. That that's not your last word.
2: Why not? No. The, f- the episode just ended. My phone was dead at the beginning. And it's full now. Perfect
1: timing. Come on, come on, give us a good one.
2: Just play my, play the, play the penguin.
1: <laughs> All right, fine. We can, we'll play you out with these great clips of our voices. Yeah, you're gonna like it. <laughs> Later. See you. What would Damian Wayne sound like?
0: I'm Damian Wayne. My face looks like it. That sounds right. like that sounds more like penguin. <laughs> What are you talking about? We're gonna take Batman down this time. a good thing. He's too tall. I don't like him. That's a good. Thing. I got a lot of money, but I'm gonna to go to the iceberg lounge and get me a fish. I'm gonna gnaw on it for the next fifteen minutes.
1: Dude, that is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing this at the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> so come that's on, a, that's down. a penguin. Come on down to the Iceberg Lounge, get yourself a big bucket of ice and with fish, and I don't even know. Get out of here, man.
1: That's a good.
0: That's a
2: good creepy uh, short really good. fat guy voice.
1: I don't know. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's a good penguin.
2: Oh, maybe maybe this would be fun doing voiceover.
1: <laughs> we should just like record
2: like some something like uh, an episode of like doing like radio voices. Cause we don't have like an animator. Yeah. I mean, like you can draw, but you can't like actually animate, yeah. animate a whole film. Like, I mean, I mean it'd be cool, but
1: we could do just an audio drama. A lot of people do that, actually. Audio, audio drawing, audio dramas.
2: With the penguin.
1: Yeah, they just do like voice casts.
0: I got a big nose. Gets in the way. I keep hitting it on the mic.
2: This mic is too close
0: to my face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. Oh man, no, I think I got a pretty good penguin voice. I guess this is not bad. <laughs> Penguin, you must get out of here! What are you doing here?
0: The Batman will show up soon. I don't care, I'm not scared of the Batman. He can't know we're in league. He'll reveal the plot all too soon. Why is your hair so green? How did you get it to go like that? I don't have any hair. I fell in a vat of acid. That's gross. It turned me into this, it made my skin pale and turned my hair green. What are you doing in that? The Batman knocked me into it It's why I hate him It's why he's my mortal enemy Oh yeah That guy's a total dick He really he is. is Yeah I don't know Let's kill him We Where, should Where's Two-Face? I'm right here, man I'm right here Rachel Rachel Where is <laughs>
2: It's like I'm the Batman I know I'm, I'm Gotham's white knight
1: Harvey Harvey, we need Harvey down here at the police com- the, the police station. <laughs> the police st- that sounds like Keith Ledger's Joker. Kind of does. That's weird. I needed do- Harvey a, what's Dent. A, what's a good Gordon? I'm trying to Harvey trying to Dent. Find my Gordon. We need the
0: Batman down here. At- <laughs> we need the Batman. Uh, what's what's, what's Batman, going on? Batman, surrender. I don't know. Batman, this is Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent, what are you doing here, Harvey Dent? Take off your little mask. <laughs> and show everybody who you really are. I'm going to kick your butt.